censorship and cancel culture getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder i looked at you and said repeat that you said i've got to get to the bottom of that we have liftoff check out what's coming up on today's episode unless you're dumb Tracing back to it. Like is, it like, is it kind of like the dead sea scrolls we talked about where somebody threw a rock in a cave no, it's and like oh, here's some here's some scrolls here. It just kind of popped up in, out of nowhere, but like in a, in a like in a, a, a thing of rags, yeah. kind of popped up. Hey, what's well, this? Hey, this one, this kind of looks like Jesus. You're like, oh, dude, let's let's put it, let's put some black. You know, I mean, but he, I mean, I I can think, or you can think about it this way. For example, let's just say, huh? Yeah, let's there, get yeah, some okay, story yeah, music. Yeah. So what? What if? Just what if? Somebody that did know Jesus took took the shroud. Okay. Right. I'm, right, I'm right tracking. after he rose, and kept it. Just kept it because they loved him. Because they loved him, and it was passed on through his family. But they had to keep a secret because because oh, of yeah. the persecution of all the Christians. Yeah, because at, they wanted to right. squash that whole theory yeah, of, keep, of him raising from yeah. the dead. Yeah, and, and they just kept that as a, a family um, heirloom that they passed down, passed down, passed Dude, down. I like that theory. And then, and then centuries later, it you know, and just like that, Byron forgot that he was a complete idiot and he had to go cut the grass once again because his pants were not on. Nice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That, Three Weirdos on a Mic. Welcome into another episode of Let's Get to the Bottom of That. I'm your host, Byron Dice, and I'm sipping on coffee. Mmm, yummy. Welcome mm. into the uh, studio, the other weirdos on a mic, Jason and Joey. Hello, hello, hello. I'm back, baby. I'm back. He's yeah, I don't know back. if anybody gets that reference, but... Um, if you haven't heard the rabbit hole, Joey was out on location. Look at hey, he was actually in Miami, yeah, oh. looking for alien sightings. Yeah, Did I saw find- it was uh, they were heavily obscured. Aren't um, they all? There was a lot of cops. Was it uh, shrouded? In it was, yeah, was it shrouded mystery? It was shrouded in mystery. And uh, speaking of shrouded mysteries, today <laughs> I like that segue. <laughs> yeah, I was going to touch on a little more how blurry the creatures were that you saw. They were blurry, man. You couldn't really tell really anything. And their genitalia is always blurred out. Yeah. Dude, that's how it always Because you never want to see it. It was pixelated. There's a reason why <laughs> the camera footage is always blurry. The aliens with their technology blur out all the cameras, all the, the recording devices in a in an area. But why don't they want to be known? I don't know, man. Maybe. maybe Are they know. scared or something? Maybe. That is weird, though. I mean, they're insecure. I don't it's know. a terrible video, but there was like, oh, gosh. 600 cops. Yeah, that's why Jason was showing me the uh, the footage of the little blur or whatever. And there's cops all around. I'm like, why don't the cops stand up and go, you know, that was a dog running around. And yeah. also, did you see how quick it was going back and forth? Yeah. It was 
it was it was passing through those those that area pretty quickly. Dimensional, dude. Dude, interdimensional travelers. Yeah. And also, if it was a, let's just let's just say it was a person, they're not going to be walking back and forth that quite of distance, that much of distance, without the cops saying "stop" or "we will shoot." Yeah. Yeah, and it it seemed like the way their cars were lined up, like they had a barricade. And that and that dude was on one side, and the cops right. were on the other. I'm like, right? You're not going to walk. What are, what are you walking around? Fifty for? feet while the, where there's 400 cops there, and you're walking back and forth. They're going to say, "Stop what you're doing, or we will shoot." And no one died. <laughs> so there was just people out, teenagers anyway, out there with sticks. This is our fluff. That was a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is our fluff. Thanks, Joey. Three hey, three minutes of fluff. That's not bad. Well, that's that's, bad. that's where. Hey, I was. today is episode uh, 69. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we're stupid. <laughs> I, forgive us. Listen, forgive us. Please forgive us. For they know what they do. Listen, uh, actually, I I said that yesterday, and I said I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> we're what dudes. is wrong? We're, we're immature okay, stop. Dudes. Okay, today right. is episode 69. It is the Shroud of Turin. Now, if you don't know what the Shroud of Turin is, we're going to get into it. It's basically, it is the covering that covered... Jesus the Christ when he was in his tomb. And matter of fact, it's it's just not special to Jesus. Everybody had the same thing. They wrapped yeah. people up in tombs. That's how they buried people back then. Well, we're going to get into what is the shroud, who is the shroud, where, where? and where is Ooh. the shroud, Um, I want to be wrapped in a shroud. You do? Yeah, dude. And I want to be buried in my backyard, so I don't have to pay. Really? Uh, that's true. Taxes. Who told us that? Was I that did. you? Yeah, because Dylan. That is Trump great information, awesome. dude. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's fluff. Oh, let me pull uh, Joey's mic up right there. Pull it up. Yeah, there, oh, there it is. There yeah, he, and he said, yeah, dude. It was like, yeah, dude. There it is. So I'm going to go up there. It sounds better now. It sounds louder. So I got a lot. See, I'm going to have to yeah, go dude, down my, on the head. Nobody are, cares right now. All right. Anyway. So, so Shroud of Shroud of Turin. Of Taran. Turin? I think it's Turin. Turin? Yeah. Taran? I never yeah. had Terran before. Turin is, um, I think that's the location that it's uh, in. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that's in Egypt. Exhibited in the Turin oh. Cathedral. Oh. And, well, let's uh, talk about it. Oh, okay. Let's do sense. it. Let's okay. get into it. Let's get to the bottom of it. <clears throat> well. Who wants to start? I'll start. Let's do it. I can do my levels start, are nice. Start oh, I hear myself loud, dude. Dude. Man. I don't know if you guys want to actually hear what I say. Okay. Voice is uh, the uh, the shroud of Turin. So it's a centuries old linen cloth that bears the image of a crucified man, a man, a man that millions believe to be the Jesus to be Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, it's one of the most studied and controversial artifacts in history. Um, the shroud is in a human history. In human history, not aliens. The shroud is a rectangular cloth measuring approximately four point four by one point one meters. It contains the faint brownish image uh, of the front and back view of a naked man with his hands folded across his groin. The man is depicted with a beard, mustache, shoulder, shoulder length hair parted in the middle. He is muscular and tall, uh, could range anywhere from five foot, seven inches to six foot seven. That's a huge, huge gap. That's a big gap. Um, the image is more visible in a black and white negative than oh, it yeah, is I did in see the that. natural sepia. Well, that's the black image on the uh, bottom that I have posted. Jamie, pull that up. Pull it up, dude. What's with the small pics that I keep? Dude, bringing? what is up with that? I can't even, I can't even zoom <laughs> in on that. Dude, I, I don't know. I need man. some what help, is, dude. Good thing we're not live right now. Dude. I like, know. What is that? But, uh, oh, wait, here. View full size. 
Listeners, it's still it's small still the, on a the, black it screen. It's you full size, and it changed nothing. <laughs> it's the same size, man. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, the negative image was first observed in 1898 on the reverse photographic plate of amateur photographer Second Secondo Pia, who was allowed to photograph it while it was being exhibited in the Turin Cathedral. So, um, the Turin Cathedral. Yeah, is that, that's where is that? I, I was, that sounds like cathedral. Cathedral. <clears throat> Catholicism. Yeah. yeah, it's it's Catholic. Yeah, hmm. is that where it's at today? Are we going to get into that? Yeah. So there's much debate about the age and the authenticity of the shroud. Um, for centuries, believers have thought the cloth would be the burial shroud of Jesus. Skeptics mm-hmm. have provoked various scientific explanations for its origins and features. Here we go again. Radiocarbon dating tests in 1988 dated a corner piece of the shroud of the Middle Ages between the years 1260 and 1390. Mm. Um, so there you go. It's radiocarbon dated. And we know how accurate Closed case. That is. It's It was, yeah, 1260. <clears throat> so I kind of wanted to get into some of that. Um, right. Well, yeah, just go down the, the hole. Disc- yeah, to crap. You know, and, uh, you know how and, uh, I feel uh, about radiocarbon uh, dating. Um, no, I forgot. I how do you here. feel about it? I don't like it. It's not. Accurate. Well, I heard it's, it's not. Accurate. I heard it's not true science. It's not. Well, I mean, it, it's dating the uh, one constants. You know, especially right. when you're talking about deep time. And two, there's a lot of things that will throw it off. And uh, so, you know, there's other examples of more accurate dating measures like. Well, we're going to get into it okay, in this go. one. Well, didn't we? We kind of went in a uh, deep dive on radio. What episode was that? Evolution. Versus Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. We, radio was like, right. it's it's kind of debunkers. Yeah. yeah we still got to do an episode on dinosaurs. We do. We I do. was asked I'm, that I'm, this week. I'm they staying said, away from that one. Somebody asked me, do you guys have an Why? episode on dinosaurs? And I said, no. Because the Stegosaurus uh, controversy. Yeah, no. It's true, man. <laughs> it's true. shot it out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they have to do it in water. You know, he's just got to like coat. I like the, how uh, you immediately knew what I was talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. we, we've this, talked about it. I'm done. But, and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? All right. Yeah. So let's talk about how they dated it. Let's go. The most significant scientific attempt to date the shroud was carried out in 1988. Small samples of the cloth were cut from a corner and sent to uh, three independent laboratories in Oxford, Zurich, and Arizona. Wow. Yeah. Which used radiocarbon dating methods to determine the age of the linen. This technique measures the decay of carbon-14, which we talked about on that other episode, mm-hmm. a radioactive isotope to estimate the, uh, the age of the organic materials. The results from all three labs were consistent, indicating that the linen, linen of the shroud was woven between 1260 and 1390 A.D., this dating suggests that the shroud is not old enough to have been the burial cloth of Jesus, who is believed to have died around 30 A.D. So carbon dating is saying that it is not Jesus' shroud. <clears throat> That's what the carbon dating is. So let's yeah. just see what other types of dating will conclu- conclude. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really the only dating that they did. So what, the, what they did... Um, beyond that point is they brought a bunch of... Uh, so we'll just talk about the... Um, We'll talk about the uh, controversies and criticisms of the radiocarbon dating. So the scientific community. Uh, so obviously there's always the opportunity of sample uh, contamination. 
Um, some proponents of the Shroud's authenticity argued that the sample used for rhodiocarbon dating was contaminated. They suggested that newer material might have been used to repair the cloth. So anytime anyone even touches this thing, it's good. It's got the chance of re- throwing off the, the carbon dating. Sure. Um, skewing the dating results, the view is resolved by, uh, supported by some textile asp- experts who'd examined the weave and stitching patterns and found differences between the sample area and the rest of the cloth. Ooh, so it's different type of material. Yeah, so it's like been repaired and that what? sort of thing. And stitched. Ah, mm-hmm. that would make sense, though. Yeah. People tried to... Wait a minute. <clears throat> repaired from the time it was found? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe in 1260, they repaired a portion of it. Yeah, to restore That they've been it. keeping... Which they probably thought it was Jesus' shroud, and they said, okay, we should keep this intact. Yeah. Let's repair it. That would make sense. And then it would throw off the carbon dating if yeah. that was an accurate way of, you know, dating stuff. You know what this reminds me of? <clears throat> you know when you were a kid, you had that favorite blankie. Yes. And you just carried it around. It just no. got tattered over the years. Yeah, mine was That's a space blanket. Yeah, wow. mine was mine was Scooby-Doo. Such a great blanket. Yeah. I miss it. I didn't have one. You didn't have one? I just had the straw and hay. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> just... I was lucky to even yeah. be able to sleep in the house. <laughs> All right. They're in the dirt. Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. But uh, another theory produces a bioplastic coating. I know you bioplastic. guys love plastic. You guys love the science, man. No, I do Bi- love the bioplastic coating theory. Yeah. My- Is this microbial. Theory time? <laughs> <laughs> the shroud's fibers could have been skewed. Uh, could have skewed the radiocarbon dating, making the cloth seem younger than oh it actually gosh. is. Oh, my gosh. Everything is skewing it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's very... Uh, there's this what I'm saying, dude. Everything throws it off. So some researchers assert that the 1980 texts were inconclusive and more that more comprehensive, less invasive testing methods should be used to re-examine the shroud. The shroud, okay. But of course, no one... You know, it's kind of a one and done on these things. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know if we're going to get into this. Maybe my notes. I need to go read my notes. <clears throat> Do we know where we found the shroud to begin with? I believe I have it in there. Okay, let's. Okay, Let so I did. I didn't want to jump ahead because I feel like that's an important part. Where it was located? Like, where can we can we reverse engineer and go? Hey, where would we find this? Right. Since we're trying to authenticate, because we found it, it in yeah, we, 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 we found, found it in Oklahoma. In the t- <laughs> and it, right, then it's not I, his. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. It, did somebody find it in the right. tomb? It, is that a record? Well, they went to go see if they went to go see the tomb, and there wasn't a man there. Well, I heard his clothes were lo- was folded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus was a neat guy. He was, like, orderly. He folded his clothes up and laid them there. He's a... Uh, uh. He was yeah. like, I'm going to show y'all guys something. I'm not wearing the shroud. He's a, I'm gone. But I will fold it up. I'm just going to wad it up and throw it in the corner. Man. Well, jeez. And he, he said, a, I'm going to leave this here. Hopefully, somebody's going to radio date it later so they can prove it's me. He's a... Uh, Which I know it's inaccurate, but we'll see. He's a god of order, you know? Ooh, that's the true. folded clothes prove the point. Yeah, that's true. That and then he just walked out. He's just like... Let's go. What clothes? That's a good idea. What clothes did he have on when he came back out? And where did he get those? His white just supernatural robes? clothes? No, yes. Abs- yes. He just, just. Yeah, if he can make a planet, <laughs> then he can make clothes. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. But also, think about this. This is how I would come at the tomb. Like, you ever see uh, Django? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. When he when he walks out. The D up, is silent. Yeah, the D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> when he walks out of his uh, of his chains and he just throws his robe off, that's how I would walk off. Okay, just anyway. cheeks out. Just, just. You, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> oh, about. Oh, I get yeah. it. Okay. I'm all for it. But see, but see, he had enough dignity to know. 
I'm going to put some clothes on. Yep. I'm folded. Just, I'm just not running out of here. Folded the shroud, laid it on the, you know, the bed next to him, walked out. Yeah. This is up. all theor- theoretical, of course, guys. <laughs> She's like, he's like, I'm oh, the son of, I'm the son of man. Let's get, <laughs> Let's get it. Anyway, uh, it's 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 good to speculate. But I mean, no, we have re- we have wi- eyewitnesses from the tomb. Yes, in the Gospels, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think it was like 500 people. But anyway, <clears throat> back to the shroud. Yeah, the shroud. <coughs> the shroud that Which shrouded is all about Jesus. in mystery. <clears throat> so, uh, alternative dating methods and studies. So, these are some of the, uh, the other people from the scientific community that uh, have other, I believe, to be more accurate. Um, for dating it. For okay. dating. So, pollen and image analysis, studies of pollen grains and flora images of the shout suggest that it could have been originated in the Middle East, aligning with the belief that it was with Jerusalem before being moved mm. to Europe. That uh, makes sense. Pollen grains and flora images. Okay. Yep. Historical text, artistic representations. Some researchers have tried to trace the Shroud's history throughout historical texts and artistic representations that predate the medieval period. However, there is no direct and universally accepted evidence linking the Shroud to Neon artifacts but or here's descriptions. A, here's, here's something interesting. We do know that there was a big migration from Israel to the European area, um, right, not right after Jesus, but uh, between the medieval times and um, the the Roman times. Remember, we're talking about when the the empire of Great Britain was in charge, right? There was, and even before that, when there were <coughs> during like the Knights of Templar, yeah, and <coughs> they would make way to um, to these places to Euro- Europe and to Israel, and I'm sure that they were trying to keep a lot of the um, this historical. Yeah, um, artifacts that Israel had, mainly maybe the shroud of of Jesus. Ma- yeah, you're right. Matter of fact, I've heard that the the Israelites or the Jewish people have been better at recording their history than any other, yeah, uh, yeah. any other uh, <clears throat> culture out there. And yeah, and that's why another thing. That's why uh, the Nazis they wanted to destroy not only the people but the, the art. Whole, yes, the all culture, the yeah. all the art, all the culture, all of it. Very interesting. That is yeah. interesting because that sounds exactly like the seed war. I don't, I don't know that in word. Genesis six. Oh, okay. Tampering yes. with the seed, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because they're trying to, to wipe it out. I thought you were talking about big pharma and well, uh, that too. They're probably in on it too. Yeah. Well, in in this time, like the especially during the um, which we'll get into this in some of the episodes we're gonna you know record, but during those times, uh, like the Catholic Church. Kind of proving back to your point, there was a huge push for um, ancient artifacts, like biblical artifacts from the Catholic Church. Like a lot of those guys, it was very, very, very important to them to find some of these things. Like I list, I list a, a few of them here in a second. Yeah, um, one pertaining to the shroud. Um, but anyway, it was it was huge back then. The fourteen fourteen hundreds are like we got to loop up all this stuff, you know, the Holy Grail and all these all these uh, deals. Yeah. So. You're talking about um, the Catholic Church. Catholic Church, dude. We gotta, yeah. <clears throat> we got to get in front of this. Got to get in front of it. Got to collect all of this, all of these artifacts, you know, because that's, that's what the Catholic Church does, man. I mean, but like, after the, oh, so after, after the early church, right, then Catholicism started to boom. So Christianity, Christianity was like the entirety was Catholicism until the great reformation. Yes, Correct. of King, yeah, not King, mm. Martin Luther. 
Debatable. Oh, we'll should get we have that a show? We'll, well, that's okay. probably another show. Well, okay, we'll cool, call cool. it the, the Catholic show. Yeah, that's hugely debatable. I actually <clears throat> disagree with that wholeheartedly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Wait a minute. What are you debating? The the, the Roman Christianity Catholic as a whole uh, as a whole was Catholic, like basically Catholic at that point in time. Roman Catholic. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was like the most. Which again, I do want to get into the bottom of that one because that's an interesting topic. But uh, I was actually just watching a documentary on that yesterday or two days ago. I don't remember what day it was. When last, you were working eight hours. <laughs> last week was a blur, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I was in Miami a lot. Dude. Yeah, you guys we have are not heard from Joey. You guys are texting like nonstop. I was like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> Please. I want to quit, but I don't. Also, Leave me alone. We are looking for a third weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I know. A new third weirdo. I was like, I'm getting my cheeks clapped. It's terrible. But <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take up that debate at uh, another show. Well, it was, yeah, it was talking about the canonization of the Bible and like all mm. those things and like how it. Um, how it transpired, like a lot of people think that um, the, the Bible's canonization was from Laodicea or something like that, mm-hmm. 300 AD, um, which a lot of st- scholars and stuff, that's not true. So the Bible's um, canonization was actually just kind of passed down. So like if you read through a lot, a lot of the old people from Laodicea, they talk about the canonization as something like, hey, these books were given to us. Like the canonization of scriptures and stuff was always what it was, you know, like they had the Jewish canonization and then like the New Testament stuff. It was Mm -hmm. all just kind of given. It's not like there was a group of people sitting around. Like a council saying, yeah, we're going to put that one last. (laughs) Which I didn't know that. That was interesting to me. So they're like, no, this is just the Bible. This is what it is, you know. And then you have like later books were um, that were written written later, like Jude and stuff like that, that were. um, My favorite book. Yeah. Well, he mm. quotes the book Enoch in a good. He does. Anyway, a little biblical rabbit hole there, but uh, that would be a fun episode for mm-hmm. sure. But anyway, scientific community stance, despite the converse, uh, controversies, controversies. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Many in scientific community accept the 1988 radiocarbon dating results. They argue the proposed hypothesis about contamination in, our, in alternative histories lacks significant, sufficient empirical empirical evidence and that the radiocarbon dating is the most reliable oh, indicator really? of the cloth's of age. They would. <clears throat> and of course the Catholic <clears throat> church has not taken an official official position to the authenticity of the shroud as the burial cloth of Christ. Mm-hmm. While it encourages devotion and interest in the shroud, it emphasizes emphasizes that such veneration should be based on faith rather than yeah. scientific. Sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, The Catholic Church has not taken an official position <laughs> on the authenticity of the shroud. No offense and, to anybody that's Catholic. We and love Prince you all. William was not on Epstein Island either. That's <laughs> true. Okay. So, what do you guys think about it? <clears throat> Which uh, I don't think it really matters. <laughs> you don't care? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's interesting that there's an artifact that uh, actually was the burial. Potentially. Yeah, but that that was out there. I mean, we know that it it was it happened. He was buried in a yeah. in a thing. Yeah, whether this one was or was not doesn't have any bearing on whether I think he you know rose up from the dead three days later. Yeah, and, and ascended sure. to heaven. Yeah, no, I think it's super cool though. It's super cool to yeah. to have an actual artifact though, if it is real. If yeah. it is real, yeah. yeah. So I agree. But with I you. think there's all these these scientific <laughs> communities that are like radio dating. No, we're doing grains and pollen and. 
and they're trying to figure out if it was real or right. not. But that's all I, I go back to. Well, who found it? And who found? Well, it? Where did it come from? Well, they found it. The first official mention was, was in it in a field, fourteenth century. By uh, it's in my notes later. All right, let's go. But anyway. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is like who found it? You're going to be disappointed because it was the, some lady in a up until the 14th century. There's really not much tracing back to it. It's like is it like is it kind of like the Dead Sea Scrolls we talked about, where somebody threw a rock in a cave? No, it's and like oh here's some here's some scrolls here. It just kind of popped up in, out of nowhere, but like in a, in a like in a, a a thing of rags yeah. kind of popped up. Hey, what's well, this? Hey, this one. It's kind of looks like Jesus. You're like, oh, dude, let's let's put it, let's put some black. You know, I mean, but he, I mean, I I could think, or you could think about it this way. For example, let's is just say, time? huh? Yeah, let's there, get yeah, some okay, story yeah, music. Yeah. So what? What if? Just what if? Somebody that did know Jesus took took the shroud. Okay. Right. I'm, right, I'm right tracking. after he rose, and kept it. Just kept it because they loved him. Because they loved him, and it was passed on through his family, but they had to keep a secret because. Because oh, of yeah. the persecution of all the Christians. Yeah, because at, they wanted to right. squash that whole theory yeah, just of, keep, of him raising from yeah. the dead. Yeah, and, and they just kept that as a, a family um, heirloom that they passed down, passed down, passed Dude, down. I like that theory. And then, and then centuries later, it you know. So there's there's some validity validity to that because okay. um, I was watching a documentary about this, and uh, <clears throat> some of the other things uh, as far as like dating this shroud that's I believe is a little bit more accurate is the way they found this shroud was in a pot. And, uh, (laughs) that's, but that's how they stored things. I know. Well, that's, that's listen, Byron, (laughs) that's how they stored things in the pot, pot. the pot that it was in, uh, that was what they used back in Jesus's time to store things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Where they found it. Now the pot that it was in, also it the way that it was folded and crammed into this pot, yeah. it uh, <clears throat> was also again specific to when Jesus lived and died. So Ooh, it's like, really, yeah, yep. Not only that, the stitch patterns on the actual, like the original stitch patterns, was also from when Jesus died. They don't, no one, no one does the stitching anymore like that. Oh, yeah, sounds real to me. <laughs> the heck. I know that's what I'm saying, but radiocarbon dating. Yeah. That's oh, come on. I know. You know? What so, if the pot that it was stuffed in was the pot he turned water into wine? Now we're stretching. Wow. <laughs> that's a stretch. Dude. What? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that just brings it full circle, right? It does bring circle. There it is, man. So <clears throat> there's another uh, document that uh, a lot of people kind of put these two together, but mm-hmm. this one's not as, as clear as an image. I haven't heard of this. As the, uh, as the shroud. So it's the <clears throat> Veal of Veronica. Uh, according to tradition, this cloth, cloth bears the fate of Je- face of Jesus, not made by human hands. The story goes that a woman later de- identified as Veronica wiped Jesus' face with her veal during this journey to Calvary, and his image was miraculously imprinted on the cloth. The veil oh, of Veronica gotcha. is linked with several different relics throughout history, and its authenticity and existence are subject, again, to debates. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> one thing... Mm-hmm. Um, Scroll down a little bit. I didn't know. Okay, now I didn't know the background of that. Now, now that you're saying that, I remember them putting that in the Passion of the Christ. Yep. Oh, they did. Yes. Oh now my that gosh. you mentioned, that, I didn't know that was they, the Veil of Veronica. Oh my gosh, that makes sense. I yeah. remember that part. Yeah. Oh crap. There we go. We're now, if, if I'm not mistaken, I got to go back and watch it. Was it? Was his mother giving him that, or 
in the movie or Veronica? Yeah, I don't know who Veronica is. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I. <laughs> but I'm saying was was the actress that gave the in the movie was her name Veronica? No, no, no. I'm saying was it Mary? Did no? It was did Veronica. they portray it as Mary? Stop it. Who knows? <laughs> According to history, it was Veronica. And then the, I just who listed some Veronica? other cool stuff like the Holy Lance, the one that oh here pierced, we go pierced Jesus' side. Oh, that thing. Yeah, supposedly they have that uh, in in Rome, Vienna. Are you serious? Yeah. Today? Today. They supposedly. Have the Spear of Destiny? The one that pierced his side, supposedly. I did not know that. Me neither. Where am I at? America. Crown, America. Crown of Thorns. Uh... Supposedly that was in Notre Dame Cathedral, but it burned up in the fire. Oh Ooh. come on! Oh, never mind. After which it was a uh, move for safekeeping. So I didn't know that about the Spear of Destiny. Oh, yeah, you're really caught up on the Spear of Destiny. I mean, it reminds me of the Dial of De- the Dial of Dysentery. Yeah, yeah, the thing that pierced him and water spilled out. Dude, <laughs> come on, man. We should take oh, a trip and go see all these. The things, Dial man. of Dementia. Um, then the whole holy robe of Trier. Trier. I'll go with um, Trier. Seamless row of Jesus. Trier, hardly even know her. <laughs> <laughs> go on, come on. Oh, my God. I had to. Dude. I had to. What time is it? <laughs> I had to. The robe was seamless, woven in one piece. Again, so that woven in one piece, that's uh, kind of a test to what I was saying about the uh, woving patterns back in its day. That they seemed to be a big thing back then, the seamless robe. Yeah. It's like you were from money if you had one of those. Well, I don't think people can even recreate it now, dude. Like, that's one of those. I don't even understand modern. how it works, a seamless robe. It's a sheet. You, is it like a poncho? <laughs> is it like a, a poncho? <laughs> there seams in a sheet, too. I guess, dude. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a just poncho, a hole right? Cut in the center of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a hole it's cut. It's a poncho. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying they wrap their, their bodies around with a sheet. All right, well, I do it all the I time. I wish we dude. could go back to those. Anyway, there's a sheet in uh, Trier Cathedral, well, like, Germany. <laughs> he's getting on us. I know. He's too much fluff. <laughs> he's like, what is this, dude? This is he's, weak. Joey's like, dude, I got to get through my notes so I can shut up. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to get uh, talk a little bit about that Sudarium of Oviedo. That's wow. The, uh, you're talking some in tongues right now. Well, that's the that's the the. Um, Veronica's veil thing. The okay. Thing she wiped his face with right? Sudarium of Oviedo. Yep. <clears throat> so nailed it. I'm not saying that again. So it's a small cloth measuring approximately 84 by 53 centimeters. Unlike the Shroud of Turin, the serum does not bear a body image. Instead, it's said to be stained with the blood in bodily fluids. Ooh. The cloth is kept in a special chest in the <clears throat> Camara Santa, holy chamber of the Cathedral of San Salvador in Ovidio. I can't, sp- I can't I talk. Spain. Ovidio, Spain, yeah. Ovidio. Shout out to my Spaniards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You're, yeah. It's uh, right. it's mentioned in the Gospel of John, where it's described as the cloth that was placed on Jesus' head in the tomb, separate from the burial shout, so wiped it, and then also placed in the, hmm. in the thing. History and tradition, according to tradition, uh, Sudarium was in Jerusalem until the 7th century to protect from Persian invasion in 1614 oh, that would A.D. Make sense. It was allegedly moved to Alexandria, then across North Africa to Spain. It is believed to have been in Ovidio since the 8th century. Wow. Um, so here's where, where we kind of get, um, if you start tying it together. So it's, it's heavily soiled with stains. Okay. And is said to contain blood as well mm-hmm. as pulmonary in, in edema. 
fluid, yeah, that's which right. would be consistent with someone who suffered from asphyxiation, like crucifixion. Mm. Um, forensic analysis has indicated that the blood is AB type, the same type found on the Shroud of Turin. Okay. Um, correlations, so studies compare the blood stains patterns on those Shroud of Turin. Some researchers say that the patterns of the two cloths are compatible. Um, yeah, so again, it's, wow. like it's up to debate. Hmm. Well, why is it up to debate if they're the but the blood? Sure. Well, People, okay, so the, the same blood type, but you can't say that that's Jesus' blood type, right? Yeah, because because we don't know. Jesus yeah, because you can't know. It's hard. It's hard to trace it back. Which I think it's funny, man. Like, if if this is really his shroud, you know, it's it's whether they know the truth and they're just openly denying it, or God is keeping it shrouded in mystery on purpose. And I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of uh, lean more towards that. Because there's always going to be an aspect of faith. Sure. You know yeah, I mean? always. Yeah, and I think that's the why the science community is like hanging on to the radiocarbon dating is because they they want to not to not let it be true. They're trying to find every reason for it there to be some kind of loophole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. See, your faith is so, crap. So even if we have we got yeah. science on it, let's just say we have idiot. yeah. Let's say we have <laughs> nine points of uh, data that suggest that. You know what it is? It is his shroud, right? It is. Yeah. But they'll they say, oh, no, they'll, anyway. they'll hang on that one yeah. of the radiocarbon dating just to validate, v- validate their own. Um, yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't believe it. Anyway. And, and I've had, it's crazy to me how many people think radiocarbon dating is like ridiculously accurate. And when you explain to someone how inaccurate it is, they're like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, dude, talking. It's like they put their faith on it. Yeah, it's like, bro. Look it up, and they're like, "Holy cow, you're right." And like, then, yeah, and then the science changed every every year. It feels like, yeah. So it's crazy stuff, dude. I don't know, honestly. It's this is kind of a weird one um, to get to the bottom of. Well, to get to the bottom of, but I don't know because it's like I feel like you said earlier, like our faith doesn't really. Um, this doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not contingent yeah. on the, and it's not, shroud. it's just nice to know that. Yeah. Oh, if there is something out there, that's really cool. cool. And with, with the Catholic church. And like I said, we'll get on this to this on one of the later episodes, but um, there was this huge push for these, um, for these, um, um, you know, relics, these, these relics of power. And there's like, they're searching for the, you know, like the, the Holy grail and stuff. And, a lot of that is rooted in pagan paganism, because um, they worship the artifacts. Rather, yeah, than they the, worship the artifacts. You know, mm, so it's like sense. none of this really matters. It is interesting, but I, th- I feel like a lot of people get really wrapped up. Like even even like even with the Ark of the Covenant, you know, mm. like God's not there, not anymore. Anymore, right. yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> anyway. I think people are just trying to put a price on on stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's, anyway, let me slam through this. Uh, okay. It's been uh, numerous scientific, so includes pollen grains found in the cloth, which can suggest the geo, geographical history of the shroud. That's what we talked about that in the Middle East. Analysis of the image itself. The image formation remains a mystery. Uh, historical records. This is where Byron's going to be let down. Oh, come uh, on. The first certain records of the shroud begins in 14th century in France. France, okay. Yep. Its history prior to this time is unclear and subject to speculation. Some Christ. some believe the shroud was in existence and venerated in various locations before the 14th century, but there's no definitive historical evidence 
to confirm this. And that's a big gap what do from yeah <clears throat> first century to the fourteenth. Well, what what do you gap. mean? I'm disappointed. <clears throat> well, that's that's the history. Yeah, you can't go. I mean, you asked the question well, you where, mentioned, where you just mentioned you found it in a pot. Yes, but the pot. That's what I'm saying. There's no definitive historical evidence. It's a pot that they used back in those times. Yeah. But who found it? But there's no smoking gun. Yeah, there's no We don't have gun. a person that pulled this out and said, hey, I found the shroud. They didn't go, like, on video. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look what I found. It's the shroud. He didn't throw a rock into a cave. Oh, no. they didn't? You know. But so we don't have a name of, of somebody that brought this forward. No. It just no. it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Appeared out of thin air. And we don't even know the first historical person that well, put their see. hands on it? Let me it? see if I can find that real quick. That's interesting. Like I said, I think that it could have been yeah, go passed ahead. down. Let me see if I got that in my notes. I, well, I just think it could have been passed down through generations, generations through a family. And let's just say an old an old man, an old farmer had it in his pot from, you know, that time passed down. It could have been. That's an plausible. An old farmer had it in a pot. Just, you know, something that's kept through the family. Um, Let me see. The Shroud of Turin, a centuries old linen cloth. I like that, linen cloth. Believed by many to be the burial shroud of Jesus. Okay, you've said that. It's been a long subject of fascination, debate, and controversy. Yes. Oh, here it is. Oh, you got it. Here it's we go. It's associated with a French knight named Geoffroy de Charny. Wow, those names. Um, Geoffrey Charny is the earliest recorded owner of the shroud, whose name is known with certainty. He's documented as having the shroud in his possession in the mid-14th century. In 1353, he founded a church at Lyry, France, where the shroud was first publicly displayed. It is not known how D. Charney came into possession of the shroud. He, uh, don't know, he did not claim to have found it himself. But he did have it in his possession. He did have it in his possession. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I, I would have... See, where are the reporters back then? I would have been drilling this dude. It says, after his death... The shroud passed through various hands, including members of his family in the house of Savoy, and eventually made its way to its current location in Turin, Italy. Oh, okay. That's where they get the name. Turin. Yeah. The shroud it's, of it's in, in Turin, Italy. Italy. The shroud of Turin housed in the cathedral of St. John the Baptist in Turin. So it just popped up out of nowhere, dude. I mean, come on. It just came Why up. didn't they interview this dude? It's kind of like you. you it just four, popped you up said out of a hole. 14th century? Yeah, dude, what, what are you I'm saying sticking, here? I'm sticking what are you with here? that <laughs> it is, and I'm I'm sticking with the theory that it was taken by the Knights of Templar, and um, and it was passed down from the, and the, the Knights, Knights kept of, it safe. And that <clears throat> Knights kept saying it was passed down, and it was given to that knight, possibly. Yeah, because, because he was okay. A knight? So because yeah. I just looked, I because I wanted to know when the 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 time frame when the Knights of Templar were active. And uh, the mid 13th century, mid 13th century, yeah. So that was, yeah, it was about the same. That's about so the time. I mean, come on, that's wow. Yeah, dude, and and one of their roles was to to protect the culture. Yeah. That was one of their roles. Yeah, yeah, the nice so, Templar. Mm -hmm. So, dude. I'm telling you, if it was a night that was... And they were all was, about artifacts, dude. Yes, they were. They were all about yes, it. Yes, they were. <laughs> and it's weird because even that other uh, shroud, uh, the veil face So thing. listen, Veronica? Veronica's veil. That was around the same time, too. Dude, yeah, so... so I that mean, lines up. If our listeners are wanting to get, get a better, like, in-depth scope of the Knights of Templar, we do have that episode posted. Shameless plug. 
Yeah, sh- <laughs> no, it's not shameless. <laughs> no, I have no shame. No, I'm no shame at all. <laughs> Wait a minute, that is shameless. Yeah, it is shameless. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> I'm not. Sh- I, What's the opposite? No, but of seriously though, shameful. I'm, okay, shameful plug. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but seriously no, because we dug. Oh yeah, deep we, we dug deep on the nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually I mean, did research on that one. You did. That was blown away. I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah. Jason's into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you if you go back to that episode, what was amazing to me is how they disbanded and they just popped up in another area mm-hmm. and started growing again. Yeah. Or maybe one of the knights there had it, dude. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm going with it. It was Knights of Templar. I like that theory. Yeah, it's a good theory. I don't um, have any, I don't have anything against let it. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Origins and early documentation. Uh, we got that. We covered that. Pilgrimage is in public display. Um, the shroud has been publicly displayed intermittently, drawing pilgrims from around the world. Scientific. Uh, we went over this. Uh, yeah. Boom, radiocarbon imaging analysis. Uh, theological perspectives. Uh, we went over that. Yeah, uh, the it it probably holds deep religious significance for most Christians because that's their savior that was wrapped in you know the linen. Right. Um, in conclusion, we hope we provided a comprehensive overview of the Shroud of Turin. I think we did combining historical, scientific, and theological perspectives. While debates about its authenticity persist, the shroud remains a unique fact that continues to captivate the imagination of scholars, scientists, and the faithful alike. Further research and open dialogue are essential for advancing our understanding of this enigmatic reg- reg- relic. <laughs> Man, Rachel, help us. Rachel, please help us. Franks and beans. I just want to go. I just want to quickly go and see if we have briefly touched on these points here. Yeah, let's okay? touch on them, man. Um, did we introduce the shroud? I think we did. We did. It's a century old, uh, and we discussed the mystery and yep. the controversy around it. Okay, it's got biblical and historical background. Uh-huh. Yeah, 14th century got it. Uh, radiocarbon dating. Come on, right, dude. 14th Image. century. I'm telling you, bro. That's it. That's yeah. You're on it there, dude. I think though, Knights Templar. I think you really are. Honestly, that 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 kind of makes connects a sense. lot of dots. Yeah, it really does. Uh, let's see. Unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Uh, ag- did we acknowledge the ongoing mystery surrounding the shroud? Well, I think we did because nobody knows where it came from. Yeah, nobody knows where it, it came from. It was just from. this one night that you that you found out. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Dodging here. Um, let's see. We discussed the shroud's presence. Where it is? It's in the uh, Turin. Yeah, it's Turin, in Turin, Italy, Italy mm-hmm. at the uh, the Saint John the Baptist and the um, the face Saint John. That's the, what it said. Did it? Oh, is the veil of Veronica is in Spain, correct? Yeah. Yep. Ovidio, Spain. It yep. says Saint. It's in the Cathedral of Saint John the Baptist in Turin. Oh, it Italy. is, dude. It is. I didn't know John the Baptist had a cathedral. He does now. Yeah, dude. They they're giving sainthood out to just anybody. Dude, you think we can? We, get one? We are, hey, bro. We are saints. We are. Amen. I think we can if we work real hard. <laughs> we can saint up. <laughs> so it is about works. Always. Well, no, we're just kidding. It? It's not no, about works. It's not about works. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. We're not, we're not, we're not those. Okay. We're not those guys. We're not those guys. We might but need it, a lot of things, but we're not those guys. Well, that's interesting you said that because well, if it's a free gift, you don't have to do anything for it. That's another debate. <laughs> well, some, uh, I went to, I was doing some church and, uh, doing some church, doing do, some church, doing baby. some work in a church. And uh, I was talking to a guy. He was uh, Orthodox. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orthodox Greek? Jew? Greek? No. Orthodox? Uh, Christian. 
Orthodox. Orthodox Christian. So many I've Orthodox. never heard of that. Yeah, there's Greek Orthodox. There's, there's. Anyway, keep on going. All right. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Anyway, I don't well, you tell me what that means in a minute. Go ahead. It, what it means is like they're Catholic. I don't know. I, He's I, a hybrid, basically. Okay, kind of um, like the uh, uh, Lutherans. But they're, they, you know, they got all these photos of people, you know, they're holding up the two fingers everywhere. I don't know what the deal is it's with peace, that. peace, bro. It's, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Peace, I love peace. Do you have any idea what this means? It's peace. No, but I did see this on the album cover of Amber Lynn. Do you guys know what this means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but No, I don't know what that means. I'll take you out to the show. Okay. <laughs> wow. But anyway, uh, what they believe is, uh, you know, through the process of sanctification. You remember when Moses um, met with God? And he comes back and his face was glowing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They believe that you can get to that where your face is glowing the in the presence of God. I've um, second count witness that. Have you really? Yeah. The yeah. glowing face? How do yeah, you so second my, account? Witness? So here's, here's how uh, my cousin was in uh, prison and he was in there for a while and he got saved in prison and uh, he was spending all of his time, two things, prayer. And reading for hours upon mm. hours upon hours upon oh, hours. Yeah. And then my aunt went to go um, see him. And she said, she goes, oh, you won't believe me, but it was like his face was shining. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit. I believe that. Yeah. But so he, he spent so much time in the presence. Yeah. That he was that he was glowing. I don't know if she meant wow. like literally or figuratively. I, I believe that because it's, it, you know, it's recorded. I believe that. As well, you know, you can tell when someone's like filled with, I, you know, we have that discernment and someone's filled with the Holy Spirit. You can see the light through it. But what they're talking about is like your face. Yeah, physically like, there's, yeah. Like you have the uh, LEDs. Aura, you yeah, have LEDs. The aura of God on your face, which maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. What? Maybe it's possible. I don't know. I well, I mean, LEDs face. well, yeah, sure. And uh, if, if that happened and you were working on your car, you gotta, hey, come down here and shine this light down here. My thought process, if right? it's in the Bible, I think it, I think it's possible. Oh, sure. You know, we saw God face to face. I think anything. I would possible. die. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and God said that. Yeah. You can't look at me. You'll die. You'll die. Turn around. Look at my hindsight. He's like, look at my. He said, look at my butt. Look at my trail, dude. Dude. Well, we have seen God. We see Jesus, dude. Yeah, yeah that's true. We I mean, die. we haven't seen him. I mean, well, yeah, will. physically. Yeah, we will. God willing. It's crazy. crazy. God. Anyway, that was good, guys. Yeah, I, I like think the we shot got of turn. I dude, think, yeah, and it was, had a yeah. lot of theories. Joe, your your research was phenomenal. Yeah, Thanks, spot bro. on, dude. Appreciate that. I'm glad I didn't have to do any work yeah, on this. We didn't <laughs> fire you this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I was yeah. struggling, but hey, we're here. Jeez. What's up? Yeah, My mic's up. Yeah, dude, Mike, mic's up. Cheeks are out. Cheeks are out, dude. If you guys can't still can't hear me, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I really, I'm don't. trying, folks. I'm <laughs> trying. Also, I want to shout out to oh, go uh, ahead, a bro. very special somebody that we would really appreciate your ghost research. You know who you are. <laughs> Dirty Mike. Ghost research. Oh, I like that. Dirty Mike. That's, I got him in my phone as Dirty Mike. Nice. Hey, make sure you visit our website, www.bottomofthat.com. You can check out our blog for all our show notes and resource material that we do when we talk about all this stuff, like Shroud Attorney. You can see all our notes there. From there, you can also find our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, X, and TikTok. If you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, and BitChute, and you like this episode, do me a favor. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment so the algorithm will present this content to other people that want to see this content. And if you're listening on any other podcasting platform, 
Please follow and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode when we publish. If you did not like this episode, tune in next week when you might hear Jason say, I like. What? I like. Okay. Okay.